What up, guys? We're back with Playback with the Two Wise Johns. And you've got me, Shannon, and her. <laughs> and her. Um, record artist, her. Recording artist. What? H-E-R no. acronym. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> Remember I had a blog back in the day called They Call Me Her? Like, that's that resonates yes. with me. So, yeah, you're right. Oh, my and, gosh. And you her. had it first. I had it first. Well, actually, the Ting Ting said it first, and I got it from them. Um, they might be on my playlist today. Bring it on back. Maybe you should. Um, and it's been like a thousand seconds, and you still have not said your name. Morgan. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... Did, I already know that like neither of us did anything really that musically related this weekend in this like super music and this last weekend was like super music um, packed you know there there was Afropunk and there it's were the VMAs which I was actually in New York and I did not hit the Brooklyn at all which is no you didn't you just were shady and looking at pictures of people like <laughs> well it's like the black Coachella just kidding that that's that's like that's an affront to the purpose of Afropunk saying that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I saw they had the St. Huron stage and, you know, various people now was there and so forth. And then the VMAs also. Yeah, which I mean, I feel like I've totally aged out of that a while ago, but. Yeah, I was going to ask. So here's the thing. Game of Thrones finale was also on this Sunday. And I'm not going to lie. That's what I watched. And then also, I'm a millennial, and I have the cheapest cable package, so we don't actually have MTV. <laughs> oh, really? No, we have. It's weird. We have we have every other channel, so we have BET, but not MTV. We have E, but not VH1, nor Bravo. Um, but I think I actually think Viacom nowadays knows better and airs if it, like the BET Awards come on. Yeah, they, they air, air on everything on everything. And if yeah, the MTV Awards come on. So I did watch it, but I watched Game of Thrones midway through. Um, I mean, obviously that, that was more important. I heard they had the lowest ratings ever for what VMAs this past year. I mean, I just every like I was like, who thought this was a good idea to put it this weekend? Like, but not only that, I haven't cared about the VMAs in a good seven years, really. So have we aged out or has it gotten worse? I or mean, no. we've or totally has, aged out. We've it, aged out. And has social so, media like t- has taken over like part of its purpose? I'm trying to, because for it to have the lowest ratings, it can't just be like us aging out. They're not getting new viewers either, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe for the young people, they feel like it's not that relevant to them also. Like... Maybe they can't relate to the artists they see on stage either. I don't know. I only watched last year. Um, Kanye was there and dropped the fade video. Um, yes. To that, that point. That was the thing. Taylor and Swift was here this year. <laughs> uh-huh. And it just wasn't the same, mm. Shannon. It just wasn't <laughs> I mean, the same. No. I watched. I was like, okay, cool. She's going to drop a... There was a video drop. And, you know, fade was... Not the fade was basic, but it was kind of a dope video. And it's just Kanye. You know we love Kanye. And the Taylor Swift video, I don't... Let's let's back it up. First, a single came out over the weekend, and there was a lot of controversy around that. Just the single, no? Yes. Um, Yeah, I wasn't sure what the controversy was about besides her using snakes in the lyric video. 
Um, because I the song was, was basic and boring to me. The song was you said basic and boring. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's funny. I didn't hate it. It's. I mean, it's definitely. It. it I didn't hate the song. Um. I like the whole tie-in. It sounds like a '90s, like uh, a '90s era house music, but only for the chorus, not even for those like two seconds. And then I hate it, and then I like mm-hmm. it again for the chorus. So. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we saw pictures of the stills from the video floating around and it was, you know, think pieces were dropping about the cultural appropriation or like just the appropriation of, uh, lemonade and lemonade imagery. Yeah. Um, which, you know, in that one picture, it may have looked like it looks like a formation thing. Um, but then upon seeing the video on Sunday, I think we, our TV was on MTV, but then we had, did we go back? We were like just about to switch to Game of Thrones. Um, And then I think we just rewinded real quick so we could see the Taylor Swift video. So I saw the video. Um, And in the video, it kind of starts off with like, you know, here lies Taylor Swift's reputation. And it's like in a, cemetery because of course how else would you start it and i'm glad you got all then, this symbolism because wow Whew, gotta keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and then to me like the imagery throughout kind of just seemed before you get to like towards the end of the video which speaks directly to what people think about her i mean i guess some of the other imagery could you could say is part of people's critique of Taylor Swift because it just reminded me of different like imagery that different pop stars have used in their videos like Madonna, Beyonce, um, Miley Cyrus, uh, whoever else. Do you think she was making a point that people call her unoriginal or something? I think so. I think that was the point of you know those different sequences that she did Um, and you know she was like dancing and it was serious question though can she yes people i saw a tweet that was like and people said taylor swift can't dance and so i watched the clip and i was like people are right (laughs) 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 i mean yes she's following along with the choreography but jesus (laughs) i mean god bless her for having long legs because if she didn't it would have looked like shit (laughs) i mean it still looked rhythm less to me but um you know at least i learned from that she can follow choreo she just can't yeah. make it work for her body. Um, yeah, I thought the video um, was the video was the video. The song is seems to be I don't know what she's. So I'm glad I watched the video because the song I thought she was still stuck in 2009 and just like harboring on whoever did her wrong and her mm-hmm. her list of her Arya Stark list of grievances. Um, but then the video, the end of the video, I'm thinking, okay, so it's her poking fun at herself for being this way. Yeah, and I I feel like she did it. She should have just dropped the video if that's what you're going to do. Because, like, I mean, I guess she wanted to build up maybe some fervor around the song and want people to be interested in watching the video. Um, So, I don't know. Like, does this mean we'll see a more authentic Taylor Swift after this? Who knows? 
does that exist? I was like, what does that mean? Tell me what that means. I don't know what it, I don't know what it means. So I think either way she screwed because either whoever she's going to be for this next album is still not going to feel like the real her. So, you know, I think she should just, which she kind of did maybe in the video was kind of just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just do whatever I want to do. And you guys can talk shit if you want to, which we will, which we will. (laughs) Um, I saw BuzzFeed did an article of a bunch of people who responded to a Taylor Swift video's last song. Celebrities, I mean, who loved it. And it was Vanessa Hudgens and Bella Hadid and, I don't know, Nina Dobrev. And all I could say was, okay, cool, Taylor has friends. <laughs> I'm glad someone liked the video <laughs> and someone liked the song. Um, yeah. Because I don't know. I don't really have any, I had no strong feelings towards it. But as everyone knows who knows me and Two Wise Johns, I never do towards the harlot from Pennsylvania. Moving on. <laughs> uh, what else did I see from the VMAs? I saw I saw Kendrick's performance, which I liked. Um, he's getting like a, he's getting hooder in his old age. I feel like hooder. I don't know. As in closer to he, South Central in his heart. I feel like yes, like he was in all red. You know, he had a do-rag on. Not that a do-rag means your hood, but it just, you know, I don't know. I kind of or like maybe his this look is... now. Like the, the little, like, for me, his his individuals look better than they do on ASAP Rocky. Like, I really like them on him. Well, he has more of them. Maybe that's why. But it also makes... ASAP's is like five or six. I think I'm just starting to appreciate Kendrick's face more. That could be it. I'm not sure. Uh, this is going a different direction than I thought it was. I mean, what? I can't say that about Kendrick Lamar, but you can call him. I mean, sure. Sure. You can say that about Kendrick Lamar. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I like the little plaits. Um, uh, I saw new, new, not new direction. Fourth harmony, fifth harmony. Um, but there's four of them. They, fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth, harm, fourth, fourth, fifth harmony. They, <laughs> They knocked they off should change Camilla it into off that. the stage. They did. I don't even know any of their songs, but I thought that was shady. <laughs> that was, and I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> like, had that happened, had, like, I'm trying to think of it in, like, you know, perspective. And had Destiny's Child done that, like. Oh, they couldn't have done that. But I'm saying that's, I'm, I'm sure that's how their fans are reacting to it. Like, I don't know. I mean, no? I don't know. Because, again, don't know anything about these girls. But I'm like, do they have a Beyonce and a Matthew Knowles situation where everyone already thinks that like this one person is controlling the entire movement of the group and like nobody else gets to sing kind of thing. So if it's like looks just like Beyonce, so maybe <laughs> Dina, well, whatever her name is aside. Um, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like Beyonce and it can't like Camilla left, you know, so it wasn't like a thing where people felt like members were just removed. And <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget. I was obsessed. This was sixth grade. I remember it like the back of my hand because I played this writings on the wall, Destiny's Child album incessantly. I'm a little Walkman on the bus and I'll never forget listening to that album, all my friends listening to it, and then the video coming out, and the way they let us know that Latoya and Latavia were gone was just the video didn't have them and had Michelle and the other girl who got replaced. And that was so scandalous to me. Because there was no announcement. It was just like, okay, the video came out, and who are these women? (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, so I guess that didn't happen. Camilla just left. So I guess there, there wasn't as much, um, didn't sting as badly, I suppose. Um, no, no. Do you know who Layla Hathaway is? Yeah. She's a singer. Love her. Um, uh, a quiet legend. I'll call her that much. Anyway, she tweeted the other day. Fifth Harmony, four girls singing three-part harmony. Disgust. <laughs> and it's only funny because <laughs> Layla Hathaway is like a singer, like a, like in the Lisa Fisher, Patti LaBelle variety. Right. So her singing that, just like, it got, it, 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 crack, it cracked me up. Because I always wonder, like, there's a reason I don't like them because their music, the songs I've heard sounded flat mm-hmm. to have five fucking people. And you know I love <laughs> harmony and whatnot. So if yeah. Haim can give me a nice three-part harmony, and they can barely sing outside of Danielle. Why can't four, five girls who apparently can sing give me some five-part or four-part harmony? That's all. Yeah, it's confusing. Someone said that's why they call them fifth unison. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but that's all. That's all I have for the VMAs. <laughs> um, yeah, I did see... Lord's performance, but oh it, my! Mo- okay. It was so confusing to me that I I don't even want my to discuss. My mom literally it. took the remote from my hand and turned the, 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 the she turned the channel. She was like, "What the hell was that?" She's like, "Morgan, if I had paid to go see that, I would have been I would have left and threw a tomato and done the most." <laughs> and not only that, she was wearing like Adidas and like gray sweatpants that she wore like to Walmart. I can't. To go shopping? I'm traumatized. I can't discuss it. <laughs> and then also she didn't sing. I just realized that. It was traumatized. Like she didn't sing. And then my mom was like, she's not even like interpretive dancing well. So she's, she was so, con- my mom was, it was so confused. It was terrible. 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 <laughs> Still love her down, but it was terrible. My mom was just mad. She's like, wow, this is what it's artistry has devolved to. You know? <laughs> Oh god, I was so bad. Uh, <laughs> That's your girl. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so real quick before we move on to talking about the albums, new albums, um, we so kind of two faves of ours collided uh, recently, yesterday, today, um, in a very interesting way. In a way that. Really, it took Morgan and I probably about a solid 45 minutes to like really do a deep dive into this and digest it in a way that we could talk about it. Uh, So Azalea Banks this today uh, went on a little Twitter rant um, about MIA. Twitter rant Um, on her fake Twitter account because she's not allowed to be on Twitter. (laughs) Right. Um, and in it, she is calling MIA anti-black. She says that she low-key um, tries to take is tries to take credit for black culture, and that shit is annoying. She said that she basically she came up in hip hop, but then wants like um, I guess credit for for what. Um, Indians have contributed to hip hop and Indians have contributed to black cultures around the world. Um, and she was like, you know what, girl, just spit your rhyme. 
And I think this kind of comes, I don't know if it's like tied in directly, but MIA about last week or, um, you know, over the weekend, um, posted a video of Dip, an old video of Diplo speaking about the time, you know, their relationship, um, but mostly just like their musical relationship together. Uh, and then she goes on this whole long rant about how he did not discover that little brown girl. It was and about she a had cool all these ideas essays on Instagram. Super long. Like an Instagram comment. Um, <laughs> she had all these ideas. She saw Diplo out and. Um, you know, he wasn't even there when Boys was made in Jamaica because he was hoeing it up in Brazil. And she said he was off cheating on me in Brazil. <laughs> at the time. At the, yes, at the time. It was just like, I was and reading this whole thing like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, she, she says she in introduced there. him to Switch. Um, and... Or maybe she didn't introduce him to Switch, but like somehow it's she was the one for their sound in the in the court with Switch, not Diplo. Like that's what she, she was yeah. <laughs> she was walking up the mountain <laughs> with bears in Jamaica, um, and and so then it seems like you know Mia and Diplo have been kind of going back and forth in the media um in different interviews since 06 since like 2010 or right since they broke up um in in telling us about the breakup or like who did what when where how um and i don't really so in terms of okay so speaking on what like azalea said about mia i I don't want to believe she's anti-black because, like, she's a fave. Yeah, she's and she's, but, and she's not a... While Azalea Banks is one of our... At least one of my problematic faves, Maya hasn't risen to that just yet. So she's just a fave, like a regular fave right now. Yeah, right. And I think Azalea just um, wants her to get on her level. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think Azalea's... And Can't you know what? I will say me. they do... <laughs> They do have a lot of, not like a lot of similarities, but they do have some because reading this whole rant and I think, you know, they're both constantly just trying to get the credit that they deserve, rightfully so. Um, And so I I think Mm, that is off-putting. Yeah, and that's off-putting to pretty much everybody, you know? Um, Especially when there are other people who are either getting more shine or who feel in some way like they contributed to your career and more times than not they did contribute you know um so it's not like this one man MIA team but the way she speaks in general in most interviews it's MIA against the world and I guess now it's MIA and Ikid against the world her son um and so this was just like really messy and I will say she does try to take credit for a lot of shit <laughs> cause Morgan and I found tweets where she was talking about the Hindu culture's influences into Caribbean carnival culture or that that was where carnival came from um, and then, and then in I took research, to the internet <laughs> Al Gore's internet and started googling <laughs> And it definitely started 
in like the 17 late 1700s and has to do with Catholicism. So as do most religions in America. Or no, yeah, in, or in just like um, the drums and yeah. stuff. She credited the drums to you know Sri Lanka. Here's my thing: every native culture outside of the West and in the West has drums. So that's like you know from West Africa to Ireland to the Middle East to India. So I don't. She can't really credit that or say that's no. where it came from. No, so I mean, I guess. Nice but try. that said, I don't think she's anti-black. I think she's anti. She's in her. Her and Azalea are very similar. She said she's very much in her head, and she's always fighting. I think sometimes she gets so caught up on everyone deserve. Like I think she wants to help everyone globally from a global perspective. I think she's really mm-hmm. into where she's from, being in Sri Lanka and that whole region. I think when she went to Jamaica and produced there and. In, in the Caribbean, she was very, you know, felt those people. Same thing with her experiences in Africa. So I really, I just think, I think since she's so global and not from America, um, I think, but but musically and culturally, a lot of her being put on has been like influenced by American culture. I think she's conflicted yeah. in that she feels like a lot of things are American focused. And she, I've seen that in other complaints of hers, not just the black American stuff, but in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where it comes from or it stems from. It's like, you know, I think I she's agree. annoyed that it's like, oh, it's always so American focused. And then when she, and so that ties into black American focus too, when it's like, okay, what about Kenya? Or what about Jamaica? Or what about Sri Lanka? So I do think she pulls a like all lives matter thing, but it's not from the same ignorance as like, you know, conservative Americans. It's from a more global perspective and just like, I don't know. So I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt because she is a favorite. <laughs> yeah, I tend to, I agree. Um, and so, yeah, I, I you know, everyone's insular, but I can see why her comments rub people the wrong way. Oh, I, I um, definitely see why. And I see why, especially Americans, but I think it rubs Americans the wrong way because we're so insular. So it's sort of like a feedback loop of insularity. Um. I absolutely I definitely (laughs) I agree I think so and being that I guess I also have somewhere else to kind of call home a little bit like it's interesting sometimes to like sit on the outside and be like hmm (laughs) right because I feel like you do that to me a lot well you know sometimes so I get it yeah yeah Yeah. Um, so to that Um, said I need Azalea Diplo and MIA to Calm. To do a song. To do a song and calm, calm the hell down. Calm down. Get off the internet. And I know you guys. Stop doing interviews. I know you guys can't be in the studio together, but just like send reference tracks, you know? Mm-hmm. Back and forth. Or via article, like via interviews like you've been doing. <laughs> like subtweet Azalea in an Instagram post and then Azalea can subtweet you back with like her reference notes. <laughs> and Ooh, then a song so can fun. happen. I know. That'd be a mess. All right. Um, okay, let's get into these albums. So mostly the bulk of what we'll be talking about is Flower Boy, um, T- Tyler, the creator's new album, because we adore him over here. Um, actually, I want to end on that. I'm going to quickly bring up the album oh. I listened to, just because I don't want to spend a lot okay. of time on it, because I'm only listening to it. I only listen to it because my timeline has been so gun-ho. Daniel Caesar, um, hashtag mm-hmm. Freudian... 
hashtag this is the best album I've ever heard, hashtag he's the best. So I'm like, okay, you know, let me listen to it to get these feels in. And you know, it's a, it's a decent, I didn't have the same reaction as my timeline. <laughs> um, it's, no? It's, no, it's, it's good. Like I like it from the standpoint of, I was, I, I'm annoyed by the Bryson Till- Tillers and Aziz on, no, what's his name? Alsani? No. Uh, Ooh, uh, I have no idea. Uh, gosh. He hangs out with Willow Smith and them now. Something Alcina. Oh, I don't know. August Alcina. You never heard oh, of him? Oh, August Alcina? Yeah. Are you kidding? I love him. Okay, yeah. So I'm a, like I'm over that whole style of R&B, okay. like male R&B mm-hmm. artists. Chris Brown, what have you. So I like that people like Daniel Caesar and is a Khalid or Khalid or yeah. how they're all coming to the... Um, in the limelight. So I like that aspect because yeah. it's a different style. But it, I'm not going to lie, the mm-hmm. album Freudian bored me to tears. <laughs> um, <laughs> he gives me John Legend meets The Weeknd and like maybe oh. some like funky London stuff in there as well. I'm not sure where he's from, but yeah. he's like a London style of production. But yeah, definitely John Legend meets The Weeknd meets like somebody in London. Um, a little bit too sleepy for me, but I feel like I could get... Oh, another thing. A little bit too experiential. I think I had the same complaint about um, Frank Ocean's Blonde last year. It was a bit too meandering for mm-hmm. me. Like, I liked his... Yeah. I liked Ultra, um, Nostalgia Ultra, because it actually... The songs had structure. Um, this felt like this might be his first album, and he's just, you know, happy to be here and happy to get all his thoughts and artistry out. And so he's just like... Everything is just... I'm a, you know, it's meandering. Um, so maybe this sophomore album would be same feel, but just, you know, more put together in my opinion. And I think the song, You Like Get You, sounds like Coldplay's The Scientist. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, that's my hot yeah, take I like, on it. I like that sound. I I mean, song. I, I like his tone. I think what I really like is his look. Uh, he looks like, you know, he's like tall, skinny, uh interesting face dreads uh and he looks like i don't know like a male fashion model to me so i think that will take him far so it'll be interesting to see uh you know where his career goes yeah he looks like rory to me but yeah i'm i'm here like i i think he needs a little bit more structure for me personally and just a bit more refinement and i think his sophomore album if it doesn't mixtape later down the road i think i'm gonna like it yeah. Okay. So I also I listened to uh, Vic Mensa's the autobiography, uh, which came out a couple weeks ago, and I was pleasantly surprised by the album. Um, it's you know it's definitely it's not my favorite rap album of the year, um, but I think it's it's a good album. It's a solid body of work. He does have a lot of songs on there, so it can get to be a little bit too much. Um, but I like that he, he can really rap and he's a good storyteller. Um, and I haven't really checked out his music since down on my luck. Um, so it's definitely very different than that song, but still, still really good. I, I liked his songs. 
Um, which songs do I like? I like Homewrecker, which is about, you know, him cheating and being in love with two girls. Um, which Heaven, Heaven on Earth, The Reprise, uh, The Fire Next Time, and Down for Some Ignorance is like, I really like those three songs. And I think the overall tone of the album sounds like, um, it's, I think because of the sound of his voice, it could be sleepy at times, but because the beats are so lively, um, it's not. <laughs> so yeah, check out Vic Mensa's The Autobiography. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to look at, listen to it just yet, but when, you, when I saw it was a pick for you, I, um, I kind of like ran through it in like 20 seconds flat and it sounded mm-hmm. rocky. I was like, this sounds like Lincoln Park. I don't know why. I was just, I was just listening to the sounds. I don't know the lyrics, the raps or anything. Yeah. But yeah, the track uh-huh. and the instrumentals he chose sounds a lot more. Yeah, it does. It's not vibey oh, and at I all. Forgot. I mean, not that it's not vibey, it's, but it's kind of, you know, it's a little brash. No, it's, it's not though. Like it's, you know, you can't just like, I feel like it's not something I would put on to just like, as like background music, you know? Um, but I oh I forgot to mention the song Wings, which has Pharrell and Saul Williams on it. Um, so it's super dope. Vic uh, got the plug. He has some like good features on this album. The Dream is on there too. Okay, is it time? It's time for our our second fave outside of our little Kanye. Or what I like yeah. to call him, the rapper version of James Franco. <laughs> Tyler the But like in a way more likable way. I mean, I'll explain my James Franco re- reference in a second. But yes, Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. Okay. Uh, so overall, what did you think about the album? Um, whereas I didn't think the autobiography was vibey, I do think I could vibe to Flower Boy. I think oh, 100% I have vibed to it a lot um, definitely that I again I think the instrumentation the production is fantastic um, isn't it so good it's very good it just feels it sounds it's, it's a sound I like as far as like rap albums um, yeah like it's something I can just listen to and kind of you know dance to or clean to or take a bath to whatever mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's 55% of why I like the album. The other 45% is, you know, he named it Flower Boy. The name of his fashion label is like Florida. Isn't like French for, I thought it was like French for Flower Boy or something like that. Um, Tyler just gives me carefreeness in a way that I appreciate. And Uh I've always liked that aspect of him. Um, and I can't tell... Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's been hinting at certain things forever. I think this album, he hints at it more sort of on the nose than it usually does. But I think I, I, mm-hmm. that, I like that aspect of it. If the album is what I think it's about, then I think it's really, really well done. Okay, what do you think the album is about? I think, so he's been accused of everything under the sun. He's used the F word, F-A-G-G-O-T, casually and not apologized for it. Um, he has joked about same-sex relations in the past, but he jokes about everything in all caps on Twitter, so no one takes it seriously. He's been accused recently of queer baiting, 
And I think that's what James Franco's also been accused of before. Um, like, oh, like I see. Overly appealing to a, a LGBT, the LGBT community um, just for ratings or likes or album sales. Um, in the case of James Franco and Tyler, I don't think they're queer baiting. I think they are being themselves. <laughs> and this just might be their truth. Um, and I think they do so playfully just so we can't figure it out. But I think I relate to it in a way. So I don't think he's baiting anyone. I think he may. Yeah, I don't. Be, be I can't speak him. to like. I can't speak to what James Franco. Um, James Franco does. But. I mean, I feel like from this album, like looking at just this album and the things that he says on the album, I feel like there are like six or seven songs where he references like, you know, either liking guys or wanting to come out of the closet or like struggling with some something in his life that he couldn't really talk to his friends about or feeling like he couldn't say what he wanted to say because... You know, he didn't think how he didn't know he how people says would react to track, it. I'm going to lose friends because of track seven. And I think track seven is Garden. Yeah. Kid. So, yeah, he referenced yes. everything about coming out or like or saying, you know, same sex attraction or relations a lot. It's not coincidental at this point. And if no. So <laughs> when he says he's been kissing white boys since 2004, like I personally am just going to take that literally. Um, and, you know, I think, and I, yeah, I think part of it is this probably is just his personality and he's playful like this with his friends and, or with people in his life. So he's gonna be playful and coy about it, um, with his fans, uh, and the media because I don't know, either he feels some type of way about like the things people are questioning him on or how people are relating to him when he says certain things uh, i'm gonna choose to take him at his word at this he even i think he joked no he said in the interview he you know he's super progressive he had a boyfriend at 15 then it got really big on twitter then he came back and said oh i was joking um at this point at this point tyler i don't know i just think i just think he just might like guys sometimes <laughs> like I just, i'm just gonna go out and say that since he said it in so many words or no yeah words i think all. he knows that <laughs> yeah um but um, i find it i find it interesting because i think you know i have male friends who bop to it but i don't think they i think i even talked to one of them about the album and like mm-hmm. all this i feel like they think we're making up subtext like it's like we're looking so deeply into it and that's not at all what he said and I think they're just ignoring. It's just mm. interesting to get the yeah, and to see how other people and are I mean maybe yeah, because I think they aren't. And maybe even, that's not part interpreting of it on purpose. Cause they don't think they want to even consider that he might be saying those things. <laughs> then they feel uh, right, and I think maybe, and probably that's why he isn't being so forthright with all of this is because he's like, look, I can still play with it and still have a certain level of success that I probably wouldn't be able to have if I were more forthcoming with this information. If he did a Tumblr and letter like like Frank Ocean. Huh? If he were to put out a Tumblr letter like Frank Exactly. Ocean. And I think he's like, you know what? And the way I live my life is the way I live my life. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with playing with this even if it makes some people feel uncomfortable. Um, which, you know... 
I I think I'm going to go with he genuinely does have a thing for guys sometimes maybe. Um, if not all guys, definitely Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and River Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> and men who like yes. both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not I'm claim, I don't like reporting to know anything about anyone's sexuality. But just based on what he's telling me, I'm going to infer that at some point in his life, he's had a crush <laughs> on a boy. But you know who hasn't? Boys are cute, so. <laughs> are they? <laughs> you don't think so? I'm just no. kidding. Um, no, I I love boys. So yeah, so I'm going to just like, choose to believe that. Like boys. Love you. Love you, Tyler. My favorite, I don't know if I have a favorite song just yet, but I love his flow on Who That Boy with ASAP Rocky. Oh, isn't it? Like, I... I love both of their flows on that song, oh, me too. and I know it's the I, just, I know it's a single, and I oh, it's didn't want to like it as much. See, yes, I don't, I don't and I didn't want to like anymore, it as so much I as know. I did. I just know because they dropped a video for it, so I'm assuming it's a single. Oh, I didn't know they even dropped a video. That's like I am so happy that I don't partake. It's weird I partake in pop culture, but then I don't anymore. Um, but yeah, it's a great. They both sound great on that. It's a it's a fantastic song. I love Who Dat Boy. Add that song and I Ain't Got Time to your workout playlist and thank me later. I Ain't Got Time is not my favorite, I think. I think the chorus bores me a little. I don't know what it is. But I will say either throughout the entire album, especially on Who Dat Boy, Tyler has such, I think I like him as a rapper because I like bass and diction and my rap artists, but not like over diction. And Tyler just has the best he I, I just love the way he articulates things so he does and, and that's and what I, and I, I think got the, me the timbre of his voice like, yeah that's what got me into him in the first place even when he was scaring me and <laughs> eating roaches in music videos like I still was like there's something here though <laughs> Um, and I think I think that's it and so and I like how he plays he plays with his tone on like some of the songs um and so, yeah, I liked I like glitter, and I also like November. Oh, November! Lot. I like the what November meant. Like, what's the November of your life? Yeah, I don't know what the November of my life is. What's the November of your life? Shut up and let me go. Um, probably that. I don't know either. I don't want to say college because that sounds corny. I know, right? I had a good. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I have to, th- I have to think on that. November being like what was it? it was a good time, right? Yeah. Hmm. yeah Just like a good time, no worries. I feel like all my good times feel warm like the next fuzzy. week is like I'm worried about something. So it's hard to pinpoint. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean definitely one of my Novembers was my summer in Paris. Oh that. yeah, and I was jealous of that. So vicariously living through you, I'm gonna say that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Um, yeah, so while you figure out what your November is, which I guess you might not do in this in the time we have left in this episode because we are about to wrap it up. Do you have any last thoughts on the album? Um, I don't. I I just liked it and I I hope it inspires somebody out there to live their truth in the moonlight that's another thing i want to say on the heels of the not jay-z's video moonlight but the movie moonlight 
I feel like <laughs> I feel like this album felt right too. Just coming out this year, it feels like a. After watching that movie, it is you know I feel like it's I feel like that movie hopefully broadened people's idea of what masculinity and sexuality and all that looks like. Um, that it doesn't have to be defined. That it is what it is. So I think those are my final thoughts on that. That Tyler sort of mm-hmm. brought me back to that movie. Hmm. That makes sense. I can see that. He's on Sh- um, Chiron. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, little Chiron and little Tyler. Uh, yeah. Well, big so Chiron. I've said B- they both have great bodies. So honestly. Um. <laughs> Uh, well, whoever, whoever you you choose, the little one, uh, little one being you. So I we're gonna move on to the playlist because that's all I have to say on Tyler Flower Boy. But definitely check it out. It's I think it's probably gonna end up as one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, Add future Wolfgang, yeah. kill them all. <laughs> Throwback. So I. I'll go first with my playlist ad, or did you have anything to add? Well, since we brought up That's Not My Name and the Ting Tings, I'm going to put, not That's Not My Name, but Great DJ by the Ting Tings, because that's how I feel right now. And it's a really good song, and it just feels happy. And that might, that time period, maybe that was like, oh, 2010, may have been a November of my life, so Great DJ by the Ting Tings is Morgan's pick. I love that. I love them. Um, so my pick, I'm still on AK Paul. Uh, so my pick this week is uh, Neo featuring AK Paul. So good. That song is just yummy, and they both sound amazing on it. So check it out. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next time.